I'm out of shape. There's gotta be one gay person somewhere that would find me attractive, please. So, <laughs> not to like devalue like a if gay it helps. person's opinion of me is less than a straight person's. <laughs> no, it's more than. <laughs> I mean, if it helps, there is like a, a saying a few drag queens say that like whatever nasty thing you can think of is someone's kink. Oh, that's, so what was that rule thirty four? Like, something, yeah. Yeah, if you can think it, it's somewhere. It's sexualized somewhere on the internet. Somewhere. Have you seen? I'm, I was actually very excited, but have you guys seen um the preview for Raya and the Last Dragon? I don't know what that is. It's the I next. It's like the next Disney movie, and it's big because I think it's South Asian. What? Oh, like Vietnamese? Yes, she's the dragon, and the only character design that is not good. Look, look up oh, here. I'll just do it. So, like the princess, beautiful, well done, well done. Okay. All the real I think characters. I know what the cover that is what Aquafina the dragon looks like. Oh, that's some My Little Pony shit. That reminds me. That is furry fucking. Sense. <laughs> oh, that is like uh-huh. It's like if the dragon from Shrek was hot. Do you um? <laughs> do you guys remember pride. those? Do you guys remember those fuzzy little snakes on strings? Yes. It looks like that with bigger eyes and a horn. It's terrible. Oh my god. And all the comments. There was a comment on like the Instagram ad for like the preview, and literally the top rated comment was, "I'm so not ready for when this becomes a furry." <laughs> I'm already making my outfit as we speak. I literally. That's the episode. Also, can that just be like the opening quote they hear after the music starts? Is like, yeah. Oh, that's, that's fucking I, that's, furry or whatever. That's what I, I thought it was going to be. That's why I went with it. I have the same thought uh, playing Pokemon, Gardevoir, and Lucario. Was that the sniper emo kid? No. Oh. No. Are those the legendary birds? No. I'll send pictures later. Stop your embarrassing yourself. But anyway, one is a. Yeah, I'm embarrassing one is, myself for not remembering something that's not the original 151 Pokemon ass face okay just because i'm currently replaying two different nintendo ds games right now you have a switch and i got rid of it wait you did yeah i hocked that shit for 250 for drugs no poppers no (laughs) did i buy no i don't buy poppers i steal them when men come over that's fair i mean yeah anyway um hi oh yeah um welcome to the pod from halfway down i'm stefan i'm steven and to top this off i've been waiting for like a week we need to pour one out America lost a real one this past week. Rush Limbaugh, one of the greatest goddamn patriots ever to grace our hallowed soil. And that fat cunt is dead. And he saying. died from lung cancer. And I know that shit had to be painful. And that brings me such unbridled joy. Okay, so I will say, again, we've pointed out some very leftist views before and then assumed that just right-wing people don't listen. I am fine with talking shit on Rush Limbaugh dying because the man in the 90s had a segment called Remembering Them or something, and it was where he did a laugh track with names and pictures Mm -hmm. of LGBTQIA plus people that died of the AIDS crisis. Is there new letters? Uh, The Letter Mafia. Is what you can lovingly call it if you'd like. Oh, cool. I didn't know. Yeah, the Alphabet Mafia. But yes, no, would this laugh is on... Book of Knowledge? God. <laughs> As we're talking about being a bigot. Yeah, no. Um, Like, not a good person. Anytime anyone says, like, oh, so much for a tolerant left, there is no tolerance for that shit. Fuck him. I know also, if there is a heaven and hell, he's burning in it, and I will see his fat ass down there. Also, I'm so excited for just for us to get completely rid of the tolerant left because I can't wait to be a bra burning like attack dog. I'm adamant leftists and many leftists are this way. Fucking lock and load, like stock up, like we got to be able to defend ourselves against those fucking maga chuds. But yeah, seriously, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Like I have mm, just the unbridled joy, and from fucking lung cancer and that 
piece of shit was all, this doesn't hurt, cause cancer or whatever. No, he fucking got it. And I hope they couldn't give him painkillers because he had that addiction problem. Not that addiction is something to laugh about. I'm being dead serious. Like, that is not something to laugh about. But in Rush Limbaugh's case, that motherfucker had to go through opiate withdrawals. Oh, mmm. Fuck him. I wasn't Fuck sure. Him. I wasn't Fuck sh- him and his mom. I wasn't sure if uh, taking a week off from recording would give you less time or more time to create material, but I'm glad to see it's given you this more is time. This all, all I wrote oh, I was know. Rush. And then what show I've been watching recently. Okay, ironically, Rush is one of the more popular Poppers brands. It all comes full <laughs> circle. Full circle. Rush Ooh. Limbaugh, you will always remind me of Gay whippets now. Gay All whippets. I can ever think about with poppers is that quote from Silicon Valley where the character who's played by Zach, the really skinny, tall, awkward dude from The Office in the later seasons. But when he's like, someone's like, oh, what are poppers? And he's like, oh, it loosens your anus. It loosens most of your muscles, not just your anus, but yes. But I mean, we're there for that party, so. I mean, it's a fun head high, too. Noted. I was suggesting earlier that we should just do a whole episode high off our gourd on poppers. Okay, you don't get high <laughs> off your gourd on them. That's a quick fast. Like Then we'll keep doing them. It's like Coke. You got to re-up every 20 minutes. Stop it. Yeah, because that's the line I crossed in the Hello, past 10 minutes. this is my bucket of quaaludes. How are we? <laughs> you know, I'm just curious what those are like since they're no longer around. Honestly, time travel, best spot would just be quaaludes. I guess. Because that's kind of like a mixture of like... Like, Percocet, Xanax, and an upper. It's great. Fucking speedball on a pill. Yeah. All right. Well, the eighties were wild, dude. Yes. I mean, we we've all seen Wolf of Wall Street, so that was one thing I always appreciated. Did you ever watch Weeds? Yes. Like the one lady on there who apparently had the last legal quaalude ever. She had been saving. I don't know why I remember that one little facet of a mini B plot in an episode. But we all know why you remember that. Drugs. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I guess we should start doing what we're supposed to be doing. Unless you want to go off on a 15-minute tangent about a hunter you have the We're doing for. great. We're only eight minutes in. I, he wasn't a hunter. He was a park ranger. You all went hunting. That makes him a hunter. Sure. But we are here. To open up we season are, three. Holy shit. I know we, we've alluded to it a lot. And, I mean, if you've watched the show, you, you know what's right around the bend. Shit's about to get real heavy. I mean... Not to downplay what happened at the end of season two in New Mexico, but um, <laughs> yeah, that we're getting body heavy. counts now. Comparatively. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, let's jump into it. Season three, episode one, starts spreading the news. Written by Joe Lawson, directed by JC Gonzalez. I also like to make a note. I never really noticed too much. Like when watching the show, like I do try and look at the credits now just because I'm always curious. And so like before we start doing this, like, Amy Winfrey, some of those stood out to me. Of course, if you see that Raphael Bob Waxberg wrote an episode, generally means it's going to be a heavy hitter. But now, like, seeing, like, oh, Joe Lawson did it again. Or, oh, J.C. Gonzalez. Like, they're using the same people for a lot of it. That's nice. I feel like there's a lot of shows where they just kind of one-off, especially the directors. You do one or two episodes, and that's it. Mm -hmm, Again, mm -hmm. I don't know anything about the making of an animated anything. But you make me happy to see a little family. A little family. You mean that furry comic once, didn't you? That counts. Huh? Never mind. It was a bad joke. Yeah, it was. Joey giggled. I just want, my goal is to make Joey laugh because you're an asshole. He laughs to just keep this rolling along so that neither of us throw a fit. I just enjoyed a good Bernie reference. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking that was going to take a much different turn. <laughs> just enjoy, enjoy a good. Don't kink shame. Jesus. I'm not. I just. I enjoy I'm a good. Out with mascots. I'm going to have to fucking play him the episode. Like, for goddamn evidence. 
But yeah, so we pick off pretty close after where we left off at the end of season two. I guess quick recap of season two. Just Bojack in some form or another finished Secretariat. Mm -hmm. He went on a brief vacation. And when it came back, the movie was done without him. And now they are prepping it for award season. At the end of season two, we were introduced to Anna Spanakopita. And I practiced a lot. Spanakopita. <laughs> just driving. Spanakopita, Spanakopita. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, she's getting him prepped for uh, the award season. And this episode really deals with Bojack having to do, I guess, kind of the preliminary award circuit. You know, doing a lot of interviews with different media companies. He's out in New York. We're going to finally meet Jill Pill. Todd's in there. <laughs> somehow we'll get to it we'll get to it so yeah it does open up kind of a quick cut of bojack doing a bunch of press interviews and super annoyed not happy with it just hates it and anytime because you know he's known for horsing around and they a lot of them make pot shots at it and he gets super defensive everyone's just shitting on it which i mean yeah we can get into later but whenever this is the second thing in your career that you can really uh feel proud of and you didn't even do it so the one thing you did actually do that you feel proud of is getting shit on the whole time not only that and i'm remembering this just from going on a bojack binge last weekend and watching some of the heavier ones oh good always a healthy time I, for us in this, and in here this we group. are speaking of i got a good quote for that oh, um God. but i think one part of the reason bojack is so defensive of horsing around is because in his mind he made the sacrifice with herb like mm-hmm. you it know, had to kept, mean something it has to mean something so you just dicked over your one really truly best friend and the one person that I mean, aside from PC, but there's all that toxic and stuff in there. That was your one good friend. You destroyed that so much so that person went to the grave hating you. And so when other people are shitting on that, on your sacrifice and air quotes, it mm-hmm. it fucks with them. One thing I loved because you know they're doing all the quick cuts and I can't do the accent, but it's Allison Brie playing someone like from Brooklyn or something. She's like, "How long you in New York for?" I love that. I'm I also. Thought- you're going to go with the Allison Brie with 100% doing the Zoya, the Destroyer voice. Oh, I didn't even think about that. God damn. I love that. You watch that, right? Glow? No. You haven't watched Glow? Stop. Don't yell at me. Wrestling. It's really so good. Wait. Um, don't. I know what it's about. Don't get me wrong. What about that would entice me to watch? I mean, heavy storylines. Uh, it's a show where like all the characters are primarily women, which is great. Are they gay? There is uh, one or two. Yeah, actually, yeah, there is, um, especially in season two, there is a lesbian relationship in there, yeah. Ooh, also watch Bonding on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen season two yet, but I saw the first season when it came out. Oh, I binged the entire thing, and I thought it was hilarious. Because it takes an hour to watch the entire thing. No, it's good. And apparently, I guess they did catch a lot of flack after season one from the Bondage community, or BDSM community, and so they actually, like, took that to heart and really worked with people in it to improve it and to listen, and that's, that's really cool. Okay, so I'll do new season of Bonding, and you do three seasons of glow meet up next week sounds fair since one is eight episodes and one is a 24 episode order or you could cry about it and not do it um have you finished gurren lagon what did I, I call it some like gurgling gurgling dragon or something you no, i haven't i i've jumped off the uh anime train for a bit this um, little asshole joey looked at me on friday and goes oh i'm so glad i've had all this week all my notes are perfect i have nothing to do and i said Except finish the other three shows that we've decided to dedicate topics to. First of all, fuck Bush. Two, I'm caught up on WandaVision. 
So okay. suck my dick there. Good, because you weren't last Monday, so good thing we didn't record. And three, start watching Search Party, which we'll talk about at the end of that. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's got a little shock hat. My girl, maybe Fumke. <sighs> Anyways, so they're doing the quick cuts, and Bojack is getting more and more defensive. And at one point, he starts doing what we like to do here and make really inappropriate suicide jokes, which leads Anna to have the, like, in-between interview. She's like, she's maybe like, fewer jokes about how you want to blow your brains out. I feel I just, like that, that works for us. I just like how she, like, gets in and says, she's like, hey, usually, I love you, you're amazing, you're my brightest star. However, in interviews, sarcasm doesn't really always work, so cut it out. Are you finished? We're just getting started. <laughs> I figured you'd go there. Thank you. Yeah, and then at the end, I like that you can tell he's gotten under his skin because he asks Anna Spanakopita, I'll practice again, what she thought of horsing around. And she, again, does her, which I just, Angela Bassett should read me like ASMR bedtime stories every time that I need to go to sleep at this point. Oh, that'd be nice. It would just be beautiful. She is gorgeous. Her in American Horror Story is in the best. Her in Black Panther was amazing. She was in Black Panther. Yes, she's Queen Ramonda in Black yeah. Panther. I thought you were going to go with the quote where she's like, honey, I would shove my hand up your ass and control oh, yeah, your yeah, mouth yeah. like a Muppet if I thought it would win an Oscar. But I'm here for you and you're working. <laughs> but no, yes, yeah, so whenever you finally ask her, uh, what did you think of Horse Around? She's like, Bojack, I'm just going to be honest with you because I care about you and you're my brightest most hopeful star horse around was a piece of fucking shit <laughs> and he is just so upset <laughs> i love her so much she's such a good character. she is such a good i mean later we get a bit like but like right now i'm like also, oh i love this i know we're jumping but like when i first watch started watching it i felt like it was like oh this is gonna be not very fleshed out like a lot of shows like that where they if they have a season arc they use this character come in do the thing and mm-hmm. leave and they never really oh expand no she on has oh yeah i i which we can spoil if we want all right i yeah. will the scene when she is at home and bojack's trying to go find her and she's making macaroni and, and rips the herself. powder all over and just like we talked about animated face before of just like that heartbroken like oh my god this is what my life amounts to like she has so much depth coming through that i'm just like yeah, it's. You uh, also know, again, I just love, especially like a BIPOC woman that's also like a badass and like talented and, oh. BIPOC? Black Indigenous person of color. Oh, I am learning so much tonight. I mean, I knew what POC or. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, I thought you were trying to say biopic and just butchering it, but. I still don't understand why it's not biopic, but well, we can move on. Ooh, I digress. I like that. So, yeah, um, they're doing all that. And then we get to. Uh, we finally get Judah. So we're at Princess Carolyn's. I always find it weird later seasons. He's so prevalent. I always forget. His introduction is just he walks in. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's no, no grand scheme or anything like there's that. There's no like, oh my God, I have an interview today for my assistant. It's just he's already on the ball, already rolling, yeah. already more put together than Princess Carolyn is at this point because poor girl is drowning in her new business yeah, that's venture. For his character. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. Um, yeah. So he already knows what he's doing. They're at Princess Carolyn's new company where she's the only owner and manager Mm -hmm. uh, called Vim. And it's just, yeah, they're really busy. Like you said, she's drowning and she's got this person here with her, Judah. Type A hippie looking man in a suit. And they make some allusions to things about him. But yeah, he's like this. He's all like very clean cut until like the face up this huge beard. He's got his hair back at like super long. I do like I know it's a little ahead. J.D. Salinger's like, say hello to Rasputin for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> they all shit on Judah. That I was just like, Jesus Christ. But also, Judah's voiced by Diedrich Bader, and I'm 
fucking that up. I knew him predominantly from, he was on the Drew Carey show. He was one of like the main, like Drew Carey's friends. Did he also do, what was that big improv show? Whose line is it? Whose line is it? Was he on that or no? I'm not sure. I always think of him as Lawrence in Office Space. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen that movie forever. He also, he has a smaller but really good role in Veep in the back half of the series that I really liked. But yeah, he's just got a very lovely... uh, Oh, yes, he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway. Okay, cool. I figured they all were in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I do know him. Okay, 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 okay. Now I see his little little funky face. Yeah, not the most conventionally handsome. Sorry, he was on Miss Congeniality 2. That's what I know him from then. (laughs) Okay, that's about right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Straight dude as I thought it would be. Two straight dudes. Office Space, Drew Carey, and you're like, oh yeah, Miss Congeniality never two. Even. Not the first one, the, the second one. The well, sequel. he wasn't in the first one. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it in 15, 20 years. Oh. Everyone be nice to Miss Congeniality franchise. I, like the first one. I don't I know what Office one. Space is, so. And there it is. Nail, yeah. on, the, nail on the big, big gay coffin. I'll, I'll leave now. <laughs> so yeah, but like you said, she's drowning, and his type A personality is very organized. He has everything on lock. And so, you know, they're kind of running around scrambling and he's like, oh yeah, don't forget about your meeting with Lenny Turtletop and Jane mm-hmm. Salinger. Oh yeah, when is that? It started five minutes ago. Diane is stalling. Poorly. Um, I also like poorly. how she's going through. She's like <laughs> yelling at the interns, like, don't spill that. Debbie, I told you to show up to work with a bra and panties. I had that conversation it's with you. It's so fun. I mean... Sometimes it just feels like, ooh, rebellious. Let it flow in the wind. Diane's on the phone. It's a conference call um, with a line. But it's her at at Vim's office. And on the other end is in New York where Bojack's doing all the publicity stuff. It's him and Anna in New York at first. And then he's stalling. And she she starts talking about Stalin. And at what? Octomom. She leads with Octomom and then Anna says, are you stalling? And she's like, what? Speaking of Stalin, and it tries to insult him and Bojack, I just love that (laughs) Bojack goes, God, Diane, if anything, Stalin was ruthlessly efficient. Get your head out of your ass. (laughs) I love that. Which, I mean, yeah. Also, that tracks. So, you know, the camera's cutting between all of them. And we see at the hotel room where uh, Bojack's at, I think it is very important to point out, I know you're art ass notice this but the the painting in the background of bojack's hotel is a painting of a bunch of horses running in out in a field Mm -hmm. and um gabe make a note of that that is very important for the very end of this season again just showing uh how good they are at making sure everything's there i guess yeah symbolism and hinting and shit like that but um at one point while they're doing all this todd busts out of bojack's luggage revealing that he's in new york with them not on purpose, but in normal Todd fashion. The night before they were supposed to leave, Bojack couldn't sleep. And so he started mixing alcohol and pills. With milk. With milk. And so the next morning, Todd goes to make cereal, pours the milk in, drinks it, and immediately knocks out because he does not have the tolerance of a grown-ass horse. Ass horse. At which point, I'm getting him confused now, Peanut Butter calls in. So at that point, Judah pops in and says, hey, Princess Carolyn, it's been five minutes. You told me to remind you about the Peanut Butter call there because Peanut Butter has a meeting with Pinky Penguin and J.D. Salinger that she wanted to make sure he's on because she knows Peanut Butter is an idiot that mm-hmm. can't keep a schedule straight. Somehow, she, in the midst of, which the idea that she doesn't know how to use her landline to hold a call versus merge a call is... 
you know, just further. It's a plot point. It's fine. Um, it's just projecting <laughs> the plot and accidentally puts them all on this three-way call with Pinkie Penguin, Peanut Butter, and J.D. Salinger. J.D. Salinger being a man of his time um, <laughs> who, in, again, in this universe is alive, is so annoyed that his meeting is being interrupted because Peanut Butter already showed up on time and did somehow a responsible thing by himself. As he says, wackiness ensues. <laughs> And that, that's when Todd jumps out? Yes, that's yeah. when uh, Bojack says, do I really need to be on this call? Oh, sorry, I thought I merged, or I thought I put you on hold, but I merged the call. How do I get it off a conference? It's fine, I don't really care. It's been a long day. Let me, time for jammies. And he opens it, and Todd jumps out nearly suffocated. And so they ever, everyone hears them screaming on the phone, like, what's going on? At which point, Anna just says, oh, Bojack just smuggled a boy in his room. Actors do it all the time. Don't worry, actors do it all the time. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. It's just like a little bit of a comic relief of jumping back and forth between all of them a big takeaway here is i mean besides jd salinger getting really upset is diane and mr peanut butter on the same call now mr peanut butter being the rocket scientist that he is thinks that diane is in new york with bojack and so the couple's counselor thing starts going where he's like nope oh, oh, i'm not mad i just it worries me to know if you're not safe and they start doing all the i've never been to couples counseling but they the do trigger the, words the hot button words yeah like well I feel, and I wish that I would have known, and blah, 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 and everyone's super uncomfortable and annoyed. Also, PC's not really being PC in this moment, because her and Honor are butting heads, because she yeah. booked Bojack a Manatee Fair interview. Anna's like, he's not ready, that's a whole nother grooming process, which is funny as well, the grooming process. <clears throat> he's a horse. Oh, I thought you were doing an Epstein thing. <laughs> I mean, they literally just said, oh, he smuggled a boy in his room. Epstein allegedly didn't like boys. He just, also didn't kill himself. Yeah, just 13-year-old girls on an island. They were oh, there to really They were there to further their careers. Oh. So they get into a fight about it, and PC says, listen, Musaka, which is it only because she has she a also, Middle Eastern last name? I or not Middle Eastern, but uh, Greek, right? Greek, yes. Um, yeah, she also calls her a falafel pocket. Yeah, later a falafel pocket. Like, fully, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, calm xenophobic. down. Tad. Although, to be fair, I could see, which we flesh it out later, but I could see Princess Carolyn being one of those first wave feminists. It's like, I can't be racist. I'm a feminist. So she's a turf. J.K. Rowling? Is that you? Yeah. Oh, hello, Harry. <laughs> oh, my God. I literally. Um, Leviosa. I saw another sad thing about Azalea Banks tweeting about that shit again today. Azalea Banks still. Wait, no. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of I- Iggy Azalea. Who dad? Who dad? No. Yeah, she's better now. Azalea, Azalea Banks, Banks. Is she the one who got real racist for a while? Yeah, yeah. No. So she married. She got engaged to a Jewish man and tweeted, well, then looks like I can be Jewish. And someone responded and was like, that's not how that works. It Jew- isn't? No. <laughs> it is not. Judaism I- is patrilineal. So you have to be. Init- yeah. And so anyway, I thought it was matrilineal, but it's not. But I mean, she can still convert. If she, she can, wants, but so she's not. not she's not automatically because she is yeah. engaged. And so, I long story short, yes, uh, look it up if you want. But she has a whole paragraph response where she was like, "Well, if guys can castrate themselves and say they're a woman, I can do this. You better respect it, oh, just like good you were." Lord. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Here just we go again. Stop. <sighs> yeah, just stop asking about people's genitalia. It's weird. But is is Iggy Azalea? Done trying to be another race? Or is she still going for that? I guess Alia's fine now, I think. I think she's friends with Trixie. I mean, not the... She's friends with a drag queen that's, like, what? sometimes problematic as well. So, like, it's... Fun. But, I mean, comparatively... I mean, she did get to work with Charlie XCX. That girl. 
Mm-hmm. Levitating. Boom clap, bitches. Um, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, they're there. Also, that was Dua Lipa. I'm sorry. Huh? Levitating was Dua Lipa. All right. <laughs> Pause, and I want to spend the next 47 minutes talking about Dua Lipa. Joey is upset. I made, pa- <laughs> the other night, I made Pack Ryan watch like four of her music videos in a row. The man hasn't worked with us in three years. You can't call him Package Ryan forever. Bullshit, I can't. We have another friend, Ryan. Okay. Drummer anyway. Ryan, Package Ryan. Anyway. Names are important. Continue, please, about your Dua Lipa so we can get this show back on the road. IDGFA. Hmm? I just think I don't give a fuck. That's a great song by her. It is. Heaven or Hell. I mean, of course, new rules. And then that one she does with the French lady. The French lady. And then. That's actually her name. It's weird. The French lady. It's, you know, I can't spell it, but. Oh, no, I'm aware. The, I'm just like, the, the every time I'm video. just like. Then there's the workout video. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you watching it after we leave? I'm watching it while we're here. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all thought Peter Gabriel was bad. Do you know how many times he tried to play In Your Eyes in the office? I didn't try uh, to play it. I sang it. I sang it. I didn't play it. He almost had like anyone that was kind of, he was like, will you play Peter Gabriel in your eyes? And I was like, no. No, 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 no. You are leaving out a very crucial part. I was thinking about doing that, but I know you were upset with someone. So I didn't have them do it because I knew that might have made you. If it's not in your eyes, I don't give a fuck. Listen, we have a different song to talk about in this episode, so let's get to it. I'll remember that when you get off track. Please, Stephen, continue. So do a leap of back in 2017. <laughs> okay, so we have all of these issues. We finally get it cleared up. No, I'm not in New York. I'm just on the call. Oh, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Bojack's annoyed. Also, I like this trend in season three of Bojack. He insults someone and then realizes he insults him. He goes, I didn't mean that. You're not a loser. He's trying. And I love the echoed quote of everyone else being just so annoyed on the call as Todd goes, yay, compliments. (laughs) J.D. Salinger then puts his foot down and is like, no, we have a meeting. You all are interrupting. Go away. And... Peanut Butter says, wow, this man's really all about the rabbit run, isn't he? And he's like, what? I really did my reading on J.D. Salinger. That was Updike, you illiterate, which is John Updike, yeah, the, the author. author. And I'll read this quote, please. No, no, it's cool. I got this. I have my permission slip. <laughs> so the joke for everyone, girls, gays, theys, and men... There's such disdain in your voice. <laughs> I mean, I guess you guys can be invited if you want, but whatever. Yay. It's less fun. Inclusionary. Seems like much less of a color coordination, but okay. <laughs> That's Updike, you illiterate. Todd says, what's Updike? <laughs> because Todd is an illiterate. Yes. And PB says, nothing. What's up with you? Not much, the D word. Yeah. What's, what's up, up with, with you? you? At which point he goes on a tangent of, is that a reclaimed word? Is it okay to say now? And I will emphatically say, as someone that is not an, someone that identifies with the word, out of that context of the name, I will not say it. However, I don't believe so. Please correct me if I'm wrong. If you do identify that word and are reclaimed by it, I know they're still triggering for many people. I'm not giving anyone a pass on it. <laughs> like, I'm not. I have no. no I have no way to. Like, I, I also don't have a, like, a close circle of people that would identify with that yeah. word or also, use it just, to reclaim it. Especially if you don't identify that, don't use that word. Yeah, 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 pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty easy. Just, just in general. Don't if it doesn't apply to you, just don't say it. If it doesn't apply it. to like dams or whatever the actual... The actual dykes are. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use it. It's easy. Huh, Same with easy. any other word that someone might be offended Except this by. pre-approved list that I have. Nope. <laughs> nope. Give me that. <laughs> just burn it. <laughs> 
What was that? I had a paper towel for those of you at home, but I wa- thought it would do like the same ripping noise that uh, you blew into the mic. I know. So do you have you not done it with like copy paper where you blow on it as you like rip it and it sounds like or blow on it as you like go down and it sounds like you're ripping it. Hey, blowing on it while you go down. Well done. Special hey, talent. Why the fuck would I be doing that in the first? With I the don't paper? know. I was bored in third grade. That's what you took. Okay, cool. Anyways. I had to be funny because I was bullied. I had to be funny because I was ugly. Some of us didn't have that problem. Maybe then, but you do now. Yeah, I'm by you. It's ugly by like osmosis. Oh, I thought you were going like some bisexual thing there for a second. No, ugly by like transference or some shit. Oh, the um transitive property of Asso- association. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Did First you of just all, say manners. transitive? God damn right. And this is my America. And this is my math language. Oh my god. Anyway, that's getting cut. I love it when I make a good joke and then I ruin it myself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my next note after that entire tangent is no, no, it is not <laughs> to the question. Is it an okay to, uh, word to use? So JD Salinger gets the line disconnected. They continue with their three person meeting of pinky penguin, JD Salinger and PD, uh, which I enjoy this moment. Cause it's like, oh, pinky got an, uh, like, he's like promoted. He's like, got like a decently paying job now. Like he doesn't feel stressed. Like his ulcers can be treated. Like I'm sure they're not bleeding as much now. God, I hope not. And when PB asks, like, hey, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, did you not hear? And through a long series of word plays of Wanda being murdered, Wanda the Owl, played by the wonderful Lisa Kudrow, she has been poached by a different network to be their CEO. The only downside in the end of this stupid word play had to move, move to, to Detroit. Detroit. No! Which I hear is due for an upswing. And then, like, nothing because they don't believe it. So, yeah, Wanda, she got a promotion, so she's doing well, which is good after how everything ended with her and Bojack. Uh-huh. Shit, she's moving on, which I like. That's like a pinpoint. It's not like a plot point. They like bring Lisa back for or anything like that. It's just like, hey, like. You know what happened to her. Yeah. Ish. This is what. Well, and also it's like a comparison really for later. of Like people that leave Bojack's orbit early enough, like have like any success they have is like not hindered by him. Whereas later we have. If they don't leave the the, orbit, the PCs, the Gina's, the Sarah Lynn's that we'll talk about. Um, the loving directors who we won't have a voice for in a few episodes. So with that, JD Salinger called his meeting. Yeah, uh, because he wants to cancel, cancel Hollywood stars and celebrities. What do they know? No, do, do they, they know, know things? things? Let's find, find out. out. He feels that they have properly answered that. I love. I love. Yeah. I like. He's just such an author. So he's not a producer. He's like, no, no, no. I set out to ask that question and I answered it with one season. And I'm like, that's not how. Okay, <laughs> such a douche. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, authors and poets are the biggest douches. I don't know if I really know any authors. Also, a note from that, this conversation is, I think, the last time they say that show entirely. Oh, maybe. Because um, even later in the episode, Princess Carolyn, like, she's like, whatever that, like, Hollywood stars and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, like, I think it's the last time they actually, like, t- because it's not on the air, it's not relevant. I know- I don't know if it's like verbatim the quote, but at the end of season three, during the spaghetti incident, Carla Hall or whoever the chef is, she says something very close to it. Yeah, but I don't but think I don't they direct. Like they've made such a point in season two when the show was a thing that like using it as much of using as it. And if they were talking about it, they didn't hyphenate it except on the poster. They said it every single time. Yeah. Whereas it's just funny that the next scene they talk about it is when PC's saying like, "Get back on the horse." Didn't even mean to, didn't even mean to do that. Sorry, folks. And she says Hollywood stars and blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. which is a good which nice means touch. we can have we don't have to say the full thing anymore because we're done with season two. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's different than a steam character with Margot oh. Martindale. You always say the full title. You do. It's like a um, Dragon Quest. So we have. <laughs> you say the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. 
So back in New York, you know, we briefly talked about at the end of season two, there is a playwright named Jill Pill who is interested in having Bojack in one of her. Oh, I just want to say before we leave the meeting, uh huh. My all-time favorite quote on the show was said by Mr. Peanut Butter during the meeting when he finds out that Todd is in New York or where he thinks Diane is in New York. Oh, he says, New York City, they make such great salsa. Goddamn. Just so stupid. Is that That... reference to the 90s Pace Picante ad? I forgive giving some guys shit because like uh, those are the guys that like their salsa from New York City. Oh, so like... It's probably the most used quote from Bojack. That's That's it? That's... (laughs) Uh, that that's my, the salsa thing is your fucking most that used That is my most used quote. Whenever New York City is brought up, <laughs> I will say, New York City, they make such great salsa. <laughs> well, I'm just imagining the confusion of others. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's like, Will funny. Arnett's just, or like, uh, Paul Tompkins, like, what the fuck are you talking about? You spent how much for me <laughs> to say this? Anyways. Uh, that's um, very funny. Um, I didn't know about, th- I guess I knew about, like, that, now that you mentioned that, Commercial was in the deep recesses of my brain, but that's very funny. I drank that one away, I guess. Also, um, during all the meeting stuff, Bojack sends Todd out to get ice, and he's like, don't get lost. Oh, yes. Todd immediately gets in, in the hallway and is lost. He closes the hotel door, like the hotel room door, not the hotel door, the hotel room door, and immediately looks down the hall, and they pan to it like it's like the hallway from The Shining, Shining yeah. but it's just possessed, and which we'll get, we can do a cutaway back. Yeah. Oh, when we get to the, the, the bird. Yeah, the, we're cutting away to it. Um, uh, his walk. So they're at the playhouse, and it's Greg King Lear, referencing Greg, King, or referencing King Lear, Lear and, Greg and then King the Lear. actor... Greg Kinnear, Greg Kinnear, who is oh, and then in the voice actor, the voice actor for it, it who I am confused. Stage presence wise, you know, I went to school for a theater. Um, well, you went to go blow trumpets. No, I got a scholarship for playing saxophone. Same thing. But I went to school for my BFA in theater. You ass. So much like a marketing degree, you are not using it whatsoever. And now I manage apartments. Yes. No, you manage renewals. I had to dig through trash today. I manage fucking apartments. <laughs> Brings me so much joy. I was pissed. You are a literal possum now. Literally, did you? I just love that all of you, I went over there to explain to you your side, and all of you were just like, you could all just feel the waves of anger. And like, you were like, are you? I wasn't there for that. Yes, you were. Then I was listening to music and not paying attention to a word you said. No, you weren't. No, oh no, I was, it was. Was uh, that on lunch or something? I don't know where you were. I didn't really care enough. That's fair. I was too angry. But yes, not only is she doing the story of Dave King Lear, which is awkwardly, you know, fonted on that poster, but then below it it says, as puppets. Yes. And so, so how is the voice? Like, is she doing the motions, and he's just somewhere? Yeah, doing the I'm confused. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's the sound system look like? Is he like off stage? Because she's in the she's in yeah, she's, she's in the catwalk. The, she's marionetting the whole thing because she's a spider also, with eight arms. Also, it's in the round, which is weird. I just think in general. Because there wasn't a clear walkway. So, like, how did, did she just drop other puppets in? I don't know. Is it a one-person but show, like, but King Lear is not a one-person show? I, I do. Well, it's a hipster adaption, so who the fuck knows? But at one point, one of the strings breaks. And then and she shoots shoot, And that's what makes Bojack look up. She's like, what the fuck? I don't like it when Jill Pill's online. Like, I have a thing with spiders and with snakes. Especially snakes. Like, I can't even see... Like, if a snake's on TV, like a real-life snake, I look down. I can't. It really bothers me spiders are a close second so like the second harry potter really like yeah didn't do much for you mm-hmm. so spider-man was a horror film 
Spider-Man. Not the uh, Sam Raimi ones. Those were just fucking hot garbage. Um, Is that uh, Andrew? No, no, no. That's uh, Toby. You didn't like Toby? Those were fucking awful. I watched the first one as like a 12-year-old, and I even knew back then it was horseshit. Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane? You didn't? No, it was bad. I was 14 years old watching him learn sticky powers. It was awesome. No, that's just a metaphor for weird one of the One of the few to like accurately cast Aunt May... No, it was awful. The thing that made me like First fuck this noise. Yeah, they were garbage, and I, I see none of you oh, rushing to the. Garfield, those were garbage. Oh, I don't care. I only saw the first one. It was okay. Yeah, that's why Andrew Garfield only got one, right? Two. He got two. I, I see no one's rushing to defend Spider-Man Three with Venom. Oh, mm-hmm. no okay. one's going to defend so, that no, one. So that was confusing for me. Yeah, you know, finger gun. He that was, was in that, scene. that was we confusing for me because I didn't know that Tobey Maguire and the guy from that 70s show were different people. It is kind of weird, right? Topher right? Grace and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And they kind of are What's just his awkward. Tobey Grace? Topher, Topher Grace, Grace. from 70s yes, show. There. Yes, to- yes, I did not know that Topher and Tobey were separate humans. And so seeing them on screen together in that third one, mm. I was, I think I was, I was less than 15 when it came out. When 2007. 2007. I was 13 because I have that note for the second ep- the episode coming up that in 2017, I was, or 2007, I was 13. So a lot of the references I had to Google. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Wow. Didn't like those Spider-Man movies. I have a <laughs> legitimate thing like spiders. So especially you, you don't like Joe Pill. Not visually. But okay. she's voiced by Mara Wilson, who was Matilda. I know we talked about that a couple episodes ago, but that's that's awesome. Yes, I would say we already covered in death Matilda. I'm just and, bring it up. We don't have yeah. to expound on it. Um, one thing I did like about no, the, no, I cr- was saying it as a remember, not to oh, talk oh. down. I wasn't talking down to you. That's just my voice. First. Sorry, um, it's just my voice. It's my tone. Uh, one thing too about the Greg King Lear like monologue that he's given. They're just working in all of the Greg Kinnear movies that they can. The one I caught was Little Miss Sunshine and whatever other fucking movies they say like six or seven i think so after the play bojack meets up with jill pill and they're in a like a diner restaurant kind of thing and we get to see the full grace of her character when she's like ordering and she's like i want an omelet and i want the chef to whisper his dreams in the his or her his or her my question is anytime thank you i was gonna bring that up every single time someone like it's been a few shows where they still are like and then also not to bring it back but obama's book he did it a lot where he was like he or she and i'm like just say they if you're talking to anyone just say they i mean obama wasn't actually standing up for people and trying to be respectful of them. listen just because democrats stand up for people more than republicans does not mean they do a good job of it oh no they don't but we need We're to celebrate the small victories you straights give i don't know if you, either of you know this. no no steven we gotta get back on track we can't get off tangents steven remember i am we conf- can't get off on tangents i'm confident that your neighbors slam their cabinets because you scream at me all they the time started it god damn it. they're like wow that greasy-haired fuck is <laughs> is shower every day is bullying their que- his queer friend they cheer me on but yes no like he or she that's so pretentious it's just like just say they if you're talking to anyone or you don't know someone's gender just say they i mean dead serious when i ask this do you think it was just i don't want to say product of their time but i mean like this episode came out in 2016 no like, i just think people are there I, like the uh, there wasn't as much of a push for they back then from what my limited scope No, no, there's still not a push for I think people are just fucking ignorant. They, they're just like, I'm being inclusive. Okay, then include I'm ever- an ally. Yeah, I'm being inclusive. I'm being an ally for trans people. Okay, then be inclusive for everyone under the trans umbrella. Just say fucking they. J.K. Rawlings. Don't be a turf. Listen. If don't be a turf is your measuring stick, like, 
walk in an upright position across that bar because <laughs> Jesus God, like it's not that hard. Anyways, where was I? Oh um, yeah. yeah, Jill Pill is whispering. <laughs> she wants, wants whispers. She in wants her the chef's dreams whispered into her omelet as it's being made. I um, that sometime. That also requires oh, me actually and go then out. Uh, the cow sh- cow waitress also being voiced by Allison Brie, just dropping her voice an octave, going, "Chef's dreams, got it." <laughs> this cow likes getting tipped, which, <laughs> which and she has like the royal scepter and the crown. Yeah. On after uh, which I'm confused because are they cousins and they're both cow waitresses that live in New York and L.A. or I, Hollywood? I think the joke is that just like waitresses in those kind of establishments are always cows. But are they related? Is this like a nurse? Not to bring it back to Pokemon for the second time tonight, but this is like a Nurse Joy, Officer Jenny situation. We got Chansey coming in hot. All Nurse Joys are eggs. All Nurse Joys are cousins. I know. And then all those fucking pigs are the blue-haired lady, fucking A Cab. <laughs> we agreed. Imagine we are an Imagine pop. a Pokemon episode. We're like A Cab, A Cab, and they throw <laughs> rocks at her. Brock's just full Antifa, lobbing like a Voltorb through like a cop window. Explosion. <laughs> self-destruct yeah that's more jihad than anything but so as they're doing it she's having lunch with him we get a few nuggets here Mm -hmm. um we get a mention of a new character we have not met yet named cuddly whiskers Whiskers. have you seen him have you talked to him i haven't heard from him in a while i'm very worried uh i haven't really talked to him since you know we ruined our relationship we'll find out more later and she's pitching this show to bojack as well because she wants him on a show a play right? uh, in a play off broadway or broadway probably off broadway we all saw greg king lear it's fucking beautiful jesus christ and <laughs> i just like the quote of like think of it as a rebirth after this movie it was i'm not interested in a rebirth i'm barely over my first birth yeah, because she's talking about, like, having him being bathed in milk and stuff. Like, At one point, Bojack is like, wow, New York did a number on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we see next episode that, yeah, it really did because she was, like, this, like, flighty kind of, like, mm-hmm. flues. And they talk, and she's like, I can tell. I know you. Why do you have so many eggs in this basket for this movie? Like, what is going on? He's like, I have to be remembered for this. If everyone thinks horse and round is shit, I have to be remembered as, I can't remember it as, oh, the horse from horse and round. I have to be known as, oh, that's Bojack. He was in Secretariat. Mm-hmm. This is real for me and she's like okay what happens if they do that then i can feel something i can feel worthy and i can like feel happiness i don't know and she's like okay so what do you do after you know that's when an omelet gets delivered and she takes a bite and she's like they didn't whisper their dreams into this is that one that also i think it's i think she's talking about like the ephemeral nature of the play and it's like nothing lasts i highlighted nothing lasts yeah yeah, yeah. she's like being very like off broadway like flippant but also like has grains of like ironically grains of like good conscious yeah also in this i love that they established behind her that all of the chefs are cockroaches Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because one of them crawls down off the ceiling into the kitchen, which is a great, like, disgusting thing. I don't think he really is whispering dreams into an omelet, sis. Gotta return it. Anyways, back in California. Nope. What? First. She says, as a response to him. You gotta write your shit up, I'm sorry. I I got. I need a clear act break. Fine. Her quote of, do you know what I really like about Greg King Lear? He's a marionette and someone else is... Two hours long without an intermission. Yeah, it's two hours long without an intermission. No, he's a marionette and someone else is pulling all of his strings. And Bojack is visibly like, oh God, like, oh, by that. Mm -hmm. Okay, clear act break, you asshat. First of all, manners. 
back in California. Ask um, how, please. I don't fucking know. Princess Carolyn's meeting with Salinger, who is visibly upset. As he always, he's never not he, upset. He, like, the like, minute he's introduced, he's upset. Like, he's my grandfather of just, like, my eggs weren't, weren't, or weren't hot. Like, they were cold. <laughs> but um, at like, that point, Salinger does say he's leaving them. I like his reasoning. He's like, you promised me I would get more attention at a smaller company, and that's not what happened. I can't stick around in some two-story warehouse. I need a, at least I, nine I need, stories. Yeah, an agency at least nine stories, which is why he's going to Gecko Rabinowitz. What? <laughs> also, at which point, which I mean, I didn't understand the reference since I dove into it. At least nine stories is a J.D. Salinger book, I think. So he's like, that's the name of my book. And then storms off. As he's leaving, he runs into Judah and he's like, hello, do you respect Rasputin? Give my regards to the czar. At which point Judah's like, okay. So yeah, so Judah at the end of J.D. Salinger jumping ship comes in hey this is my full plan i'm gonna help you you're gonna promote me we're gonna do wonderful we're gonna focus on fewer clients but with more output from them great idea wonderful we immediately call our biggest client mr peanut butter and tell him the plan ask him what he really feels he says you know i just was really excited to take some time off wrong answer sir thank you and then, yeah, basically bullies him into she uses getting... very, like, cliched, like, go get a boy. Go, go get, get the, go get the opportunity. And, and so he starts spazzing out and, like, and then jumps next... off the floaty device and starts dog paddling off Next screen. thing we cut to this lovely cul-de-sac um, with this, you know, no, sir, with this small middle-class family home. Oxnard, the meerkat, meerkat. accountant, is there. His son is right, so excited. Dad, are you done cleaning the car? I'm so excited. You said we were going to play ball today. Yes, I'm so excited. Now that I've done working, my blood pressure's down, my anxiety's down, and I have so much time, more time for the family. Cut to peanut Man, butter ramming dr- in. driving like esteemed character actress Margot Martindale on a heist. But yes, no, the full point of that, I just love that peanut butter politely kidnaps an adult person like it's like oh my god i have the best time pb living's back in business what no 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 no, no. and as he's being drug away and his son is being clearly traumatized he said dad but you said um after we played ball you were gonna take me to listen to your favorite harry chapman song what is it you never even told me the name he's like it's cats in the cradle but don't listen to it now it's too relevant now don't listen i'm gonna go listen to it now to think of you as he's like getting drug off into the sunset. yes um the joke of that for those of you that haven't listened to cats in the cradle is it's a song about a father being terrified of the relationship with his unborn or newborn son and it being damaged by him being a bad person and like him like being a workaholic him being especially. yeah him being away from home and it damaging their entire relationship and him being a failure as a father because he's trying to be a successful father and the whole conundrum of parenthood which is just so funny it's a great joke just such just like him, yes and then yes and <laughs> which is so funny an amazing joke for this episode that like is just so like because when did the song come out like it's oh, not it. Like I could have sworn that was a Cat Stevens original. I didn't know it was a cover. Wow. Yusuf Islam. He converted to Islam and uh, went by Yusuf Islam, I believe. How creative. It's a white folk singer. I mean, bar's not too terribly high for him. I'd be like if Bonnie Vare just became a militant like Black Panther. 74. 74? Oh, close. Yeah, so what a great joke for a song that is... 35 or no 45 years 46 years old 47 almost so we have that happen and then back in new york like you said earlier bojack um, he's now on the second night of it and he's with heather from manatee fair and anna spanakopita heather is voiced by natasha lajaro lagaro she's done a bunch of like bit roles and stuff but then she had like a relatively big netflix double special with her husband 
talking about oh, being married okay. and shit. It's okay. It's not bad. It's worth watching if you got some free time. <clears throat> I like that she comes out of this out of the gate hot on this show. Her first question is, "What are you gonna do next after this movie comes out?" Why does everyone keep asking about what's next? Well, I just love that the panic in Bojack's eyes, like. He, like, I'm surprised he doesn't choke on his tongue or something. Mm -hmm. Like, he's so panicked by that question of, like, what's next that he's just like, no, no, no. I'm going to feel satisfied and happy. Everyone shut up. Yeah. And now all these plot point holes are being poked in. It's like, no, no, no. You're not going to feel happy just because a movie was successful, dude. Like, go away. Like, you need to keep fighting for your own happiness. And he's like, no, 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 no. And so, well, they're Anna's there, too, and she's being very, like, because he wants to get a drink, and she's like, Bojack, I don't know if you should be drinking. You got yeah. more interviews and stuff. And he's like, dude. You need to be sharp. Like, he's like, no, no, no. I have to drink for this. Yes. And at one point, I do like, because he's like, hey, can you give us a minute when talking to Heather? So at which point she puts yeah, sure. her ears and starts bellowing sea shanties in the middle of the bar. Oh, the she, she be a hockey lass. I don't know. Long, also, but. I would be that guy to her facing the bar, her left, that's just glaring at her. Like, ma'am, I'm here for a buzz and you are ruining My everything. My note is, why don't more women sing sea shanties at the bar? That'd be. No one wants to learn sea shanties with you. Oh, I didn't say I was in She I Santies. Sing. I don't know any shanties. I'm going to watch them sing in Marvel ads. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sage. She Santy. She sells seashells by the seashore. Shut up, you snob. What are you going to call me? I was going to call you a show off, but like snob was better. Can we just like intercut like Blue Oyster Cult's uh, She Sells Sanctuary a bunch? What? That's the call. Fuck! Oh my god. First Cat Stevens, now this. Time to hang up my... I just, like, tear all my records down off my... Well, like, I don't deserve you. I continue this. I continue the yes. rest of the episode as you just slowly smash guitars in the background. And I'm like... <laughs> like my whole world is just deteriorating <laughs> in front of you. And uh, so, you know, they're doing that. Bojack gets on off his case. They start drinking heavily. He and... orders, bartender, I would like two whiskey sours. Those whiskey sours. Make that trace and whatever she wants. I can get it. We then come back to Todd, who's been lost in the hallways of the hotel for hours. Which is that, I think I might be getting them mixed up, but is that like super cut of like the neon lights panning over someone that's like in a depressive manic episode? Is that supposed, is that from Taxi Driver originally? I just thought it was like a cliche. I mean, I've always seen like old cartoons. It's cliche, like, but it's, like, I, I don't it's know cliche because the origin's so famous, but like, uh, I could have swore. old person movie, I don't know. I'll say Taxi Driver for now because I'm garbage. Never, I haven't seen that, so. You, you would love just cinematography no, and I've heard. It baseline. Just, again, on the long list of these esteemed movies I've never seen. Imagine if the Joker was actually good. And that's, hey, fuck you, I enjoyed the Joker. It was, See, it was fine. Version of taxi driver. And that's what mm-hmm. I've heard. And yeah, it would be like does taxi driver have strong anti capitalist message. Yes. That I'm in. Yes. Um it also just has a message to murder everyone that upsets you. Yeah, I'm not gonna chime I'm in right after that said. That's that's when we get flagged. <laughs> not to um, make a pun out of it, but Prattfall. <laughs> so yeah, it well, was, that one yeah, Bojack's well. or uh, Todd's wandering around the halls as just if he having drunk, his, but he's not. He's just lost. In and a then, hallway. Not like he didn't get it. Not he's not even. He's, he's not, not even. Big Apple. He's in a hotel. He's not made it out of the building yet, guys. Like he hasn't even wandered towards like an elevator to take it down to the first floor. Like he's just wandering this hallway like he's trapped in Pan's Labyrinth with and, this just depressive. Like, and again, I really think this was just that. Like, like hey, 
Aaron, do you just want to like be stupid this episode? We have to pay you for this episode anyway. So your come on, your build is a as a main as a series You're regular. On this yeah, show. so on. you need thirteen out of thirteen episodes billings. Do you just want to like do a monologue and be ridiculous? He's like, I would love to. Thank you. Eventually, he comes to a window where he gets to the hotel where there's a pigeon out there. He's reciting about what is life's meaning, and I just can't understand like how I go on. At which point, she replies, "Hey, kid, I don't need to hear your stories. I came out here to commit suicide." jumps off and then immediately starts flapping he's like oh crap i forgot i could fly i also love his pants he's like no so i'm guessing this is the implication that birds can't at least commit suicide by jumping like automatic instinct kicks in i mean it would make sense because that's why you pass out when you just hold your breath yeah valid point like your body just like should we go back into autoerotic asphyxiation discussions yes <laughs> that's different passing out by just holding your breath is different than autoerotic asphyxiation uh, I've connected the dots, so here we are. So let's discuss the finer points of auto One has a noose of some kind around your neck, still restricting it after your body takes back regulation. Keep going. Tell me more. I don't know how much else we can squeeze out of the autoerotic exfoliation sponge. I see what you did. Just squeezing it, you know, squeezing one out. Any who's it? Any who's. So um, I would like to talk about him hooking up with a manatee now because she has yeah. some gross, great puns. They're back in the hotel room. They're going to start fucking. And... She has a great quote referencing the end song where she's like, are you more man than horse or are you more horse horse than than man? man? He's like, I don't see why that's relevant. He's like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Like, he's clearly confused. And so they're starting to get it on. And then it cuts to Anna's room. She, you know, she's in the next room over and she's just sitting there like in bed reading a book, just clearly angered. Also, at... they don't show the book. I feel like it's Mein Kampf. I hope it's not. But again, they ran real wild with Nazi jokes back then. So... Like, I don't know what she's reading, but it's wild. Um, like, you know, that girl doesn't read like softcore romance oh, novels. Like Ayn Rand or some shit. She's like, no, it's gone with the wind. I just really find it calming. Like Atlas shrugged. <laughs> but so, you know, you can kind of hear like the muffled sounds of like their foreplay and they're dirty talking each other. And, and then at one point heather the manatee goes oh i'm gonna climb up on your boat because she you know she's an animal she's so always like no so she earlier in the foreplay had mentioned that did you know sailors used to think that manatees were mermaids and that's how the myth got started and says it sexually which is odd trivia i I mean you know i've never been a manatee or like a humanoid manatee trying to get laid so i don't really know like what trivia it's okay yeah but so she says oh i'm just a mermaid baby gonna climb up on your boat at which point and everything stops and and, like there's just a pause and it's like why did you say that yeah what what would you like why do you bring that up i just like this again character drawing of the show of just him shamefully sitting on the bed like covering back to them in the room yeah covering what is clearly a um swiftly what softening thing what's de-erecting he lost his mojo yeah yeah sure he went soft yeah yeah yeah. um and he's just so he's like i don't know why you would say that i like i can't do this i i and it's spiraling say hey like Calm down. I don't know what you're talking do, about. Do you dude. have the quote that he says? Because I, I know part of it, but I didn't remember. I mean, I'm sure we could find it because um, we have the internet. Yeah, I don't have it. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'll just cut that three minutes. Um, no, leave it. I want dead yeah, silence. Bojack's freaking out, and he just starts kind of like he starts alluding to it and almost saying it. Yes. But then he, you know, he catches himself quick enough. I just like the he says, I mean, like, Obviously, like, even if her mom hadn't found us, I wouldn't have done it, right? Like, I tell myself I wouldn't have done it. But then I think a part of me, like, a part of me says I would never have done it anyway. But then I know another part of me is there that 
totally would have and i don't know how i would referencing penny from new mexico and i don't know what i would have done if that part had happened because he does he's a broken up person he's like this is a person like at face value this is someone that thinks that i'm interesting enough to care about me i'm going to do it even though she is a 17 year old girl and he also lets loose kind of that, you know, he didn't, wasn't in the movie, really. Right. It, it She's, right. Heather is still confused. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, you have a movie coming out. It's going to be amazing. You were amazing in it. I've already seen, like, enough of the clips. She's like, no, that wasn't even me. She's like, wait, what? Which is interesting because then you have the question of, does Heather even realize the nugget of information she has from the first monologue? Yeah. Because she actually perks up as far as reporter and she, she business. Cooks on the, the tape yeah, she recorder. actually has the tape recorder. No, the tape recorder is running because he was talking. Yeah. It's it's been running the whole time. But she realizes like, oh, this is good. And he's like, no, no, no. Like the entire thing was CGI Bojack. Like it wasn't even me doing the acting. And that's the part she perks up on. So it's like it's an interesting question of like, all right. So does she even realize? what we realize she has and she says you know it's been a long day let's just go to sleep and everything will be better in the morning and turns off the lights cut to daybreak and she's gone and bojack only kind of he even says he's only kind of buzzed so like bojack usually has to black out to sleep through exhaustion and grief and fear and everything else he just falls asleep and wakes up and realizes what he's done and immediately like calls diane who's in california so three forgetting forgetting there's a time difference and says hi it's 7 a.m here i'm in the future i need you to listen to me and she's like bojack it's 7 a or it's 4 a.m here he's like diane for once this is about me and my problems not you and yours because you quit being so selfish and she's like yeah are we still yeah. fighting about the book because i don't remember where we left off yeah he's like if i told you something and you were gonna publish it how would i go about stopping you from doing it because it would ruin my life and she says are we still fighting about the book because honestly i don't even remember where we left off which is so like it's just like oh yeah we haven't had that plot point in a second because they've not been around also, each other at one point miss Greenbar, who's there just Passed out, and she's like, starts mumbling, like, Bad Bojack, what is this, a crossover? And just kind of like, yeah, draws back off. Hate, yeah. Hate him even when. It was like a dog. Oh, yeah, he's like on his side, kind of curled up. Yeah. No, imagine trying to cuddle with that bullshit. I bet, get out. Imagine trying to cuddle with a six foot dog. Uh oh. Hey, and then. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Listen, we get some real furry illusions in the next episode, so I don't even want to fucking talk about it. So, yeah, Bojack's freaking out and knocks on Anna's door, and she's like, I'm aware of this situation. I'm handling yeah, it. Just get some rest, calm down, be ready, and do not be late for that premiere. Yeah. And Todd Styles got nice. He runs in, he's like, Bojack, thank God I found you. I've been lost for what seems like ever. He's like, Todd. Did you get the ice? Did you get ice? Which also, you're going for another press junket and then a premiere. Why do you need ice now, you asshole? For drinks. He has an open bar he's going to. For drinks. He's such an asshole. But it's like, oh, yep, you're right. Don't worry. I'll be fine. Todd walks off camera and you just hear me, I'm lost again. Yeah. Which I also like, he found, he somehow found, like, clearly he found a uh, a maid's cart. Yeah. But not a maid asked for directions because he stole uh, bucket an head. ice bucket. Uh, he has the ice bucket and he stole, a, like, a towel as a cape. We now go back to PB... Because it's an acceptable hour in Hollywood and a kidnapped Oxnard. And he's like, well... Where was Oxnard when Mr. Peanutbutter was sleeping? Was he just stuck in the house? Probably. He's probably in the office. I'd like to think he never took him back home. I like to think, like, he was, like, just sitting in the office being like... 
my son's gonna hate me. But so they're pitching ideas and he's like, well, Todd's not here. So like, I don't know really what to do. And Oxnard says, well, if I know how dumb he is, like you would say, what ideas do you have? And he said, how about spaghetti strainers? But not just spaghetti strainers. How about spaghetti strainers as hats? And PB loves Loses it. Shit. He's like, that's amazing. He's like, I'm so glad you thought of it. No, no, no. I was just, no, no. I was making fun of. I was hypothetical. I was no, no, no. We're running with this. What else would Todd say? I don't know. He would say, "Why stop there? Why not make it a TV show?" <gasps> Spaghetti strainers as hats. The TV show. And he's like, "Oh God, you're serious about this, aren't you?" And so Mr. Peanut Butter has Oxnard. Buy up every spaghetti strainer. He quote says, call the spaghetti strainer depot in town and buy up every spaghetti strainer they have. This is, believe it or not, very important later on in the season because it's Bojack. Of course it is. When I first watched this and I realized and got to that point, I was like, oh my God, what is this show doing? I know. I was like, what is this show doing to me at this point? Especially because it's already been past a certain point in this actual season that matters that I was just like, what the fuck? So back in New York, Bojack does go to the secretary premiere. They screen it. Everyone's really happy. I like, he gets out of the car and Anna meets him and says, hey, just so you know, it is completely taken care of. Do not worry about it tonight. He was like, you know, I really thought I blew it and I was scared all day and that it was over. And then when I got past that and it was, and after I realized I was relieved that people might know. She's like, no, we're not talking about this right now. You are going to have, like, truly, Honest Monocopita has pieced together. He has done something bad to someone that he has hurt. Yeah. And she is like, no, you're getting this Oscar. And I swear to God, if your scandal comes out before then, I will murder you. Like, <laughs> she's already done too much time and effort into him winning that she's like, if anything comes out. I also like to think, like, people in this line of work, they basically do the background check that a detective would do anyway. So, Oppo in theory, research. yeah, in theory, she already knew, like, Oh, you went to Arizona for this long. You stayed with this family, blah, blah, blah. Like has done like she, I. And then after this, she has the ammo for it. Yes. Like she already kind of knows everything in her back pocket anyway, because she needs to be able to spin PR of being Mm -hmm. like, this is a reformed man, blah, blah, blah. So yes, we see he walks in for the final moments of the Secretariat movie and he's talking to the underprivileged youth in, is that scene set in Brook? I assume Chicago something. something and he says being secretary is about doing the right thing and standing up for yourself you are secretariat and you, you are secretary and you get a chair and you get it yeah <laughs> um and Car? I just such a cliche moment that is clearly affecting Bojack of yeah. oh my god this is okay and I'm like no you're still a bad dude this doesn't mean it's okay and I want to talk about that just because uh, after that, the moderator is talking to him and talking about horsing around. And Bojack finally, at least to the public, admits it's like, oh, yeah, oh, that was just a dumb sitcom. You know, I'd like to think I'm a good actor. And the one thing I wondered about that is like, I mean, he still believes in horsing around. He does. But I wonder, is it like just full on shame, depression, self-loathing? Do you think, I mean, imposter Has he syndrome? finally been whipped into shape by Anna? Of... I mean, I think enough to at least for face value. I think that screening made him realize like, no, I like he truly now believes like he's on board because he true with what Anna's pitching selling him because he truly thinks like, no, I was correct. If this movie goes well, I will be happy and I will be whole and I will be okay. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. 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 Nar. It's a nar for me. And so, yeah. We end with there. That's all. Well, we still got to do our wrap-up. Oh, shit. That's right. damn you. I need to actually care about your guys' lives. Joey, how have you been? I didn't light my hair on fire. 
Oh, that's right. So that's positive. And I'm just really happy that the Hold Steady's new album, Open Door Policy, was released. Never been a big Hold Steady fan. Yeah, that's because you're wrong. Never heard them at all, so I don't have an opinion. Do you want to hear a Midwest guy just talk about, well, then I went down to the, you know, car shop to buy the... That's how he sings. That's how he sings, and you should feel bad. So it's folk? No. No, it's essentially like the comparison. I know those names probably won't mean anything. They're if the replacements did Bruce Springsteen songs. I don't understand. They did. They did do the ending credits, uh, the Bear and the Maiden Fair, and one of the Game of Thrones episodes, season three. I think. Oh, okay. So you yeah. heard them? I've heard them. I've not heard of them. Yeah, Stephen. What about you? What's been up? <laughs> Roll credits. Sorry, I just panicked. Um, <laughs> You asked me about me, and I was like, oh, God, I thought we were going this way, not this way. I'm fine. Should we talk about WandaVision now? That's a good call. Thank Everyone you. caught up on WandaVision? Because that's all I've really done. Um, besides, I know we like, talked about this earlier, but Kathleen Hanna? Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Okay, also, goddess. for all of you out there, please like just let us know. Catherine Hahn, in my mind, is... The, on the same level as esteemed character actress Margaret, like she is an esteemed character actress. She's Catherine the next Hahn. one. She's yeah, the next one. She's amazing. I love her. In the last year, I've read. I do. I mean, you guys both know. I read as many books as the age I'm turning. So let me make sure I have. Does she have a book? No, no, no. But I cast her in books a lot. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So red, white, and royal blue is like. <laughs> I've read it so many times it's embarrassing. But it's this book and it's about this president's son that realizes he's bi and the president's a woman. It's basically if Hillary won 2016 Ew. and then had two 20-something-year-old kids. And then... <laughs> They're going through puberty. Just hose them down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so she has this uptight like press secretary that like is basically hell on heels, like, is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that would be Catherine Hahn if I cast this movie. And then on the other side of that, there's um, This Is What It Looks Like, which if you want to cry, read that fucking book. It's about this uh, Episcopalian kid that moves to a small town and makes friends, and then they both come out to each other and make out, and then one of their dads finds them and then beats the shit out of one, and the other goes to conversion camp. You're saying that with a big smile. That sounds absolutely horrible. Oh, I was like, oh my, the first like half is like so fluffy and cute. And I'm like, oh my God, this is adorable. And then I was like having a few glasses of wine. And so then I got to the parts that like, I was just like, I finally like called my mom. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, what happened? I'm like, I just, I, uh, uh. it was a lot. But she would also be, there's the friend that one of the characters comes out to first. His mom is like this light, fluffy, like single lady that's like real chill. She would also be a Catherine Hahn, which is why I think she's a character actress. Anyway, another long tangent about my park ranger. <laughs> Same. <laughs> which no. No one will get because same energy i just yeah she's, she's, i always she's think of amazing Jennifer Barkley from parks and rec which she's done a bunch of other roles but that's just that was like the first okay. i remember seeing like so oh, this person gets it jen barkley that scene when she goes to try and get ben to run for congress she and knocks the person out of the way oh no, no well they're at the house and they just done dinner and she walks in in like a full pinstripe soup and like four inch heels and one of the kids she goes oh god what was that and they're like a child that i have never related to anything harder than that moment okay so my, my only question because there's two episodes left there's eight and nine yeah it's two episodes. The only question I have left, because obviously it's so obvious if you read the comics or you have any idea of the comics. Fucking nerd. Which everyone kind of does that's watched it, except for fucking Stefan. Hello. Um, <laughs> I read the Animorphs The as a kid. only question I have now, because obviously whenever they pitched this show, they said, hey, this is going to tie into Doctor Strange 2 and yeah. it's going to be a horror psych. I'm excited for that. Is it going to be 
Because they obviously, they said Doctor Strange 2 will have characters we've never met before until WandaVision and Doctor Strange 2. Is it going to be Doctor Strange and the twins going to rescue Wanda? Or is it going to be Doctor Strange and Wanda going to rescue the twins? That's my only question uh-huh. I have left from this series that needs finalized. Obviously, Agatha is going to take Wanda or the twins to fucking the devil. I fucking love that name. Agatha. Okay, my only is, thing is with, the character's name Nightmare that she's gonna take it to. Is that what so? It is? She's gonna take it to Mephisto, which is basically mutant devil, or Nightmare, which is the embodiment of darkness, based on the comics. However, my only real complaint with Catherine Hahn is Agatha Harkness in the comics and all the animated shows she's appeared in is this grizzled old maid looking witch mm-hmm. that like mentors her, and I'm like, no, I want her to be like fucking Great Expectations, uh, Lady. Dowling? What's her name? The only great expectations. Lady Havisham. We've uh, talked about... That was was a pop quiz. We've talked about great expectations before on this podcast. Lady Havisham, who just sits in her rotting wedding dress because she got stood up at the altar. Gaslight anthem. Gaslighting. What's happening? Oh, man. There just went like a portion of my 20s. Oh, my God. Anyway. um, So, yes. That's my only... But I'm just like, it's also fine. But, yes. No, everything else is lining up. As someone who didn't read the comic books... Because, again, Animorphs. I really did enjoy it. I, there was something, that I think, in my head where it's just like I put off, you know, because I was like three episodes behind. And it was like, all right, fuck it. Steven's going to yell at me and like, yeah. get enough I'm of that as it is. you throwing things at him. No, I usually just pretend stuff. Whenever I know Seven has done what I want at work for everyone, I just pretend he doesn't exist. Like today, before he like today when you didn't respond to the text, are we meeting up to record? Today I didn't respond to the text, and then two hours later I hear, "Hey, Steven," and then I hear footsteps, and I just did hear me. And then I just walked faster back to my desk and was like, "Hello." Fucking dick! I am out of shape. That took a lot out. God damn it! (laughs) You're welcome. Fuck. Anyways. Um, and you confirm, and then I was nice to you because you confirmed that you did what I wanted. Except, we'll bench next time. That's how I'm going to treat you for Gurren Log on until you finish the fuck. Now I'm just not going to watch it despite you. Fuck you. Looks like we're going on hiatus for this podcast. I got one mic. I can record it on my own. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, oh, I have another queer person. It's fine. You always got to have two in the back, in the back chambers. Two. Never mind. Yeah. Never um, mind. Anyways. Yeah, as someone who hasn't read the comic books, I've really enjoyed it. Like, again, it's mostly just reading thin theory on Polygon, like what's going to happen next. I was very proud of myself. I mean, that, again, probably saw this. It's not difficult, but, you know, I watched the first two episodes that I missed. And, you know, they're going through the different decades. Mm-hmm. You know, you got uh, the Malcolm in the Middle. I'm not done talking. You got done with the Malcolm in the Middle homage in the second to last episode. And it was like, Please, please, please do a uh, mockumentary. Modern Family, yeah. They did that, but they also had an office-like opening. Uh, just, I was so proud of myself. Again, I would say they gave that from a mile. They away. gave Vision the office moment, and then they gave Wanda the Modern Family. Mm-hmm. She was Claire Dunphy, and he was. Um, I watched that show forever. And he was what's John Krasinski in the office? Jim. Jim, yeah, Doing he the Jim look. just Jim staring at the camera the whole time, like like they say in Community, don't Jim the camera. Yeah, don't Jim the camera fully. No, I enjoyed. Also, Brian and I were talking about this the other day. Of imagine as these actors that like probably like when they signed on, like both of Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen signed on for Marvel movies. They signed ten years ago. 
Yeah, like Paul Don Cheadle even has said he was like, no, Marvel called me. The reason he wasn't in the first one is because Mar- he hesitated. Marvel called him for the first Iron Man mm-hmm. and wanted him to sign a twelve year contract. And he was at his kid's birthday, <laughs> and he was like, uh, and no, like, Dad, don't listen. To this. No, don't listen to this song. No, no, they were like, you have an hour to decide. And he was like, I'm at my kid's birthday. Like, Fine, take two hours, but like we'll be annoyed about it. And then he wasn't in the first Iron Man. And then he was cast in the second Iron Man. And it's like, gee, like Kevin Feige has a plan. Like Kevin's, no, truly, Kevin's like you can get this nugget for now that'll get you through this movie and then you come see me again he's basically a superhero crack dealer um <laughs> give him the good shit first yeah get him hooked and then but like imagine like being signed on for because elizabeth olsen and paul bettany's been on it longer because he was in the first iron man as jarvis but elizabeth olsen's first one was age of ultron which was 2011 2010 no, because... No, the first Avengers one came out in 2012, 2000. So, yeah. 14 or 15. I think it was 14. But still, at least six years ago, imagine having that one thing, and then you get this script, and you're like, no, this is your own miniseries. You get to show off every acting chop you have by doing every decade and every stereotypical trope and of acting. And you get acting. to wear a devil outfit. And, okay, you guys keep calling me devil outfit. That's not her devil outfit. That's her costume. That is one... An outfit that, that looks like the devil. No, that is... <laughs> That is Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch's comic outfit. It's not the devil you horns. fucking nerd. I hate you all. Good. Feed on that hate. Channel into a better my, episode of the podcast. My only thing is I'm going to really blow your mind. You know they are supposed to, Wanda and Pietro are supposed to be the kids of Magneto. Ian McKellen from the X-Men. And then they couldn't because they didn't have rights to X-Men yet. Yeah. Which they is have it why, now, right? Yes, which is why. Uh, it could be. Well, no, which is why Evan, what's his ass, is Pietro instead of the Marvel the Pietro. Yeah, right. He was the best part of the new X Men, and then also it was just funny that, like, obviously this is like a fake comedy skit that Agatha is pulling behind. But no, she has a sister too that has Magneto's power, so I'm excited to see if they can pull that off. But anyway, back to. I just imagine myself, I'm obnoxious enough to be like, because plot twist for you, Billy, the psychic one, the hmm. twin, her kids. Oh, one of the little rugrats. Yeah, the rugrats. Not the speedy one, but the other one. Oh, okay. Giant flaming homosexual. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, can I get Bring cast? back Cara Dune and better make sure he's not gay. Ha! Ha! A crossover episode between the Mandalorian and WandaVision. <laughs> and it's just Cara Dune with a semi-automatic going... <laughs> If you died, you're gay. So she's shooting at a bunch of nine-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. So the other part of this episode that I'm really enjoying is obviously Maria Rambo gets powers, which she's always meant to be. They don't really do it well in this episode, I don't think. She controls electric pulses. Oh, okay. So that's why she can see, like, the electric wires. And, like, she can see, like, infrared and, like, electric resonance in the in the atmosphere that's why they gave her that weird like eyesight on like the telephone poles when she first got in i must have been looking at my phone or something i hate you yeah Yeah. she had to really focus and that's when her eyes are glowing when her eyes are glowing she can see in electromagnetic pulses and she can turn into any energy source that she wants so she can like travel through like an electric socket if she wanted once she gets her powers under control or she can like shock the shit out of people she was in captain marvel right or that was her mom so her mom was in captain marvel her mom and captain marvel were best friends in the Air Force and then she was the daughter in it. So okay. that's why whenever the, the young girl uh, yeah. So if you listen again whenever she's pushing through it, it's the scene from Captain Marvel when they're sitting around the table and Captain Marvel's asking her mom, Monica Rambo, to go up in space with her. And that's what's playing in the background because that's like her big superhero origin story is yeah. her mom being like, 
I won't leave my daughter. She's not going to. And she's like, no, mom, I'll go with you. <laughs> Don't listen to this song. Don't listen to this song. Yeah. It's and like young Nick, young yeah. Nick Fury being like, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. And then Brie Larson be like, your mom was given the strongest one. That's like her. Captain Marvel. I saw it when it was in theaters, but that's. Like three weeks ago, I started like I'm gonna watch all of the Marvel movies because I've only seen they have six them in chronological order. They have them. They have them on a, a playlist on Disney Plus. Well, if you... I can also just Google. I, I watched the very first Captain America bullshit fight uh, in World War II. The II first one. Avenger. Sure, whatever. It was okay. I was playing Breath of the Wild. He was beating up Nazis. What? That is I've your. Seen that is your Nazi <laughs> wo- ass whooping before. Um, that Brad Pitt movie. Oh my God, <laughs> bastards! <laughs> oh. You're gonna say Moneyball. Okay. To be fair. Captain America, the uh, first Avenger, is truly as close to Marvel could have gotten to Glorious Bastards with a PG-13 rating. So, like, shut up. Um, But, you know, if you scroll all the way down on the Marvel tab of Disney+, Plus, they literally have, like, Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase 3, and then they have, like, like, Marvel chronologically. And, and, like, it literally is Captain America, Captain Marvel... Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Avengers. Like, I literally have only seen maybe six Okay, so I will say the weakest out of the early ones are the Thor movies, I think. Yeah, you know what? like the first it Thor. About the early, Thor Ragnarok sucked ass. I don't care what anyone says. You're incorrect. No, you. you like the first Spider-Man movies? Okay, my also my also shitty. Also, my concern is if you think Thor Ragnarok sucked, you're gonna hate Thor and Thor Dark World. Yeah, probably. Because Thor Ragnarok, they at least gave him a hot fucking haircut. And Thor, they gave him the worst lace front I've ever seen in my fucking life on a Hemsworth ever. The point is, I'm going to watch it. Well, that's where the guitar picks went. Fucking cat stole it. Yeah. Um, Um, mm -mm, Jinx. Fine, go ahead. With what? Whatever the fuck you were going to say. Oh, is it my turn to talk about what I've been watching? I don't know. You threw your hands up in the air when I started speaking, so I assumed you had something. My goal is for you to hit me. (laughs) Oh, fuck yes. It's not a hate crime if they ask for it. No, it's a kink. <laughs> okay, we were talking about our search party. It's a show on HBO. Who um, is in this garbage? Aaliyah Shawkat. And Who? then maybe Funke from Arrested Development. Search the, party. One of the cousins in the incest plot line. No! She doesn't look... Well, I'm not going into that. They're not actually real cousins. Or they're not blood. That doesn't matter. That's just like the plot of Umbrella Academy. When they're like... Um, Arrested Development came out in 2003, so Gerard Way can fuck off and so can the Black Parade. Gerard Way, like, wrote that recently where it's like, they're siblings, they grew up together, but they're not blood-related, so if they tongue-punch each other's fart boxes, it's okay. I hope he phrased it just like that. I don't know. That's that's a comic I haven't read, because Gerard Way kind of creeps me (laughs) out. You draw a line at 2K. Well, (laughs) kind of, but also Elliot Page is in Umbrella Academy, so I have to watch it. I've heard the show is good. The point is, so... I'm uh, excited to see what they do with Elliot Page. Search Party starts off as like almost this like millennial murder mystery where it's like they're all in Brooklyn and like a friend of theirs from college that kind of knew went missing. You just don't like it automatically. You would actually enjoy the show. Um, I'm just thinking it's like figure it out like what happened to her. And like the first season's very much like a murder mystery thriller. Then the second season's more like psychological. Third season's courtroom. So it's if it's if the Scooby Doo gang. Or a went, bunch of disaffected, privileged. No, got yeah, got got enrolled in How to Get Away with Murder. I never saw that show. It looked stupid. The first season is great. Downhill from there. 
all those dumbass like procedural bullshit ass procedural that's one thing i hate about like american like media intake is like if it's not strictly formatted as a mini series they're like this can go forever i'm like no it shouldn't yeah you gotta know no, where to draw a line you have well to... search party just look into it like i think you actually it's, it's a really good show like i've been barreling through that i was real bored over the weekend so i rewatched the boys which is fucking amazing and then i've started I, rereading the comics. i do need to finish the boys that is one comic book series i've started i do um, need to finish the boys i am um, i think like half of the first season it's great yeah, it's good and then of course i need a safety blanket show so i went back to you're the worst because i'm a glutton for punishment so that said all right so we got one episode we'll do episodes two and three try to next week there's no snow in the forecast so we should be able oh, to yeah. launch we don't get sidetracked with one episode well, no, I don't know. Any, anything else? Any other pressing issues, business? Oh, no, no. Actually, there is one thing I want to talk about. Oh, God. In Glee, there was a school shooting episode perpetrated by someone with special needs. Steven was wrong. No, Fuck you, Steven. No. Okay, so I Googled it because you were in a tizzy about it. No, I was right. The gun accidentally went off in the episode, and okay. the lockdown was... Still very in, but very insensitively used for them to hash out their relationship issues and then a teacher took the fall for it and got fired still a school shooting if i'm pointing a gun at a kid and it actually goes off and I no it was in her locker <laughs> i want to watch this so bad because she was scared of growing up <laughs> fuck ryan murphy <laughs> the point is i was right you were wrong eat my ass either way we could have just never talked about it again because it was insensitive no i'm good with this oh my god i stand by it anyway i'm steven i'm stefan we got joey over here unless joey do you want to say your name sorry my name is joey <laughs> and i don't want to grow up <laughs> i'm a special dress kid ah uh, alexa play i don't want to grow up from the matilda musical this apartment's too poor to have an alexa oh, my siri is turned off all right, well, everyone, thanks for whatever the fuck this episode was. Oh, my God. As long as a normal episode, but only one episode. Yeah. No, thanks for listening. Everyone be safe. Take care, and I will see you next week. Or don't. Goodbye. Bye.